Greetings, listeners in listener land. Welcome to St. Louis in Tune, where we focus on issues that impact and connect the greater St. Louis area. I'm Arnold Stricker. Across from me is Mark Langston. We size up current and historic events involving people, places, and things in areas such as the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, health, history, housing, humor, justice, and sports. We originate from and connect the gateway city to our country's current cultural fabric and lives. I was at a store the other day, a grocery store, and I was thirsty and walking down the aisle and I saw this product and I said, wow, it looked really interesting. And I read about it. It was plant-based ingredients, which is good for you. And I was like, I think I will try this because I didn't want to drink any sugary kinds of things. Uh So I, I purchased this and was, wow, okay, look at that. It's made in St. Louis. Wow. What? And I contacted the company and emailed the owner, Angela Zeng, and she has a PhD and an MBA. She's owner of Fulfill Food and Beverages, LLC, right here in St. Louis. And maybe you have partaken of this particular, Mm. I'll let her get into it, the variety, but it's Carviva. And uh, welcome, Angela, to St. Louis in Tune. Thank you. I really appreciate this opportunity. Love your show. I'm always about local, supporting locals, because... I have received so much love and support mm-hmm. from my local fellows. Well, I won't be here <laughs> without them. We love to support local kinds of groups and things that are going on. So give us a little background uh, about who you are and then how you came to formulate this this wonderful beverage that's produced here that's now shipped globally. Oh, yeah, mainly in the U.S., but we do have some customers ex-U.S. as well, fortunate enough. Yeah, about myself, to answer your first question, as you can tell from my name and my accent, I was born and raised, obviously not in St. Louis, so you don't have class. <laughs> not in the hill. Did you, did you attend? No, yeah, yeah which high school did you go to? <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I can tell you, but you won't know. <laughs> so I, I came here from, from China. Uh, back in 1990. Actually, I spent my college years in Shanghai. Now Shanghai, again, is a focus point in terms of the pandemic lockdown. Right. It's interesting. I'm still reading lots of news from my friends in the in the big metropolitan city there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I came here for my PhD education in pathology. I was at SLU Medical School, mm-hmm. pathology department, but my main work, I wasn't, don't call, I'm not MD, so I don't treat patients. My research was mainly in understanding cell biology, kind of cells, how, why, you know, we get heart disease. So, mm-hmm. well, it's really looking into molecular and cellular level, what's, mm-hmm. you know, what happened there. Mm-hmm. And then I went to, after I graduated, I went to Northwestern for a few years for my postdoctor fellowship. Mm-hmm. I was there. Again, in the medical center there, but mainly, again, focus on cancer. Again, at the cell level, understanding right. how cancer cells migrate, what's the trigger, what happened inside the cells, mm-hmm. and make them just right. crazy inside our body, mm-hmm. right? And how do we design certain, hopefully, pharmaceutical compounds or whatsoever to prevent that? So that was back in the old days. I was mainly using very advanced technology device to study, mainly under the microscope. But my true passion was to say, then why are you interested in a drink? 
right? There's nothing. Seems like cell biology and remedy drinks. What's the connection between the two?、Uh -huh. Most people were saying, "Are you crazy?"、Right. I worked also in pharmaceutical industry for quite a number of years, mainly in business development.、Mm -hmm. So my true passion really rooted in traditional Chinese medicine.、Mm -hmm. When I was about five years old, my mom, I still remember, took me to a traditional herbal medicine shop. So back in the old days. You can either when you're not feeling well, you can either let's say in the Far East Asian countries, you can either go see your regular like internal medicine, you know, doctors or whatsoever. Or if you like me, I'm more into holistic、mm -hmm. traditional medicine. Then、mm -hmm. you could go to. Medical doctor, they also have their medical degree, different、right. than the process here. But you basically, they do, they still do diagnosis, all those kind of things, which is a fascinating. That's a different topic. <laughs> I'm、right. also very into that. But you know, basically, what they prescribe you is not bunch of pills in a in a bottle. What they prescribe you is like a remedy recipe on a piece of paper.、Mm -hmm. Let's say. I got up this morning. I feel like I'm getting down with a cold or virus whatsoever, and I feel like oh, hopefully it's not COVID. But you know, I do some medical herbs, soups to make me feel good really quick, and I don't want to use the medical pill. So, what should I do? They will put down, look at your body, look at your face, do some feel your pulse. Maybe they will even do some the current modern diagnosis now these days, lab tests,、mm -hmm. those things, and then they go、mm -hmm. give you a prescription,、mm. different herbs together. But you have to, what are you gonna do? You have to go to herbal shops, and then give this to the pharmacies there, which is different than a pharmacy in Walkering, of course. And then behind them, that's the magic cabin to me. They have this traditional kind of like it's not a chain. It's hard to describe them. They they have tiny little drawers. Sometimes I do see this furniture in the antique store here. Interesting、right. enough, right? right? Maybe those are for other uses. But they would pull out each little drawer. It has the label on them, different herbs. They would use a very traditional weighting scale, and then they put them into maybe five or who knows ten or twelve bags. And what do you do? You go home, put them those special jar made with clay. You boil them for two, three hours with water, and condense them into this maybe dark colored, blackish kind of soup. They don't taste good, by the way. Very bitter. <laughs> I remember when I was a little, my mom, when whenever I had to do that, he's like, either trick me or he's like. You just have to drink it, otherwise you have nothing else to eat. I'm like, gee,、uh, this、ooh. is the worst case. I have to hold your nose, hold、yeah. my nose,、yeah. and and drink it. But you know,、uh, what what they do can、uh, do wonderful things to your body. So, I would say a really good traditional medicine doctor give you something. It can really for common cold and virus infection. It can not only shorten the course of recovery. It can just really just make you feel good again, but without like some of the side effects caused even by Tylenol or Morton, right? Whatever medicine you're taking, right? The the tradi I mean the not the traditional medicine, but the chemical compounds you're、right. taking. So one thing about herbal medicine really made me fascinated me is really just 
all those things come from Mother Nature, mm -hmm. right? So how did our ancestor just discover? It's almost like the question, we have so much, so many different variety of mushrooms. How do you know which one is not going to kill you? Which right, one tastes right. great? That's correct. Right? Which one is going to make you feel like, uh, uh, yeah. you know, those right. <laughs> hallucinate. <laughs> I have never tried those, but right. I, I know someone kind of use that. Yeah. It all depends on, right? But I just thought this is amazing that using whatever the natural things, resource around us to make us feel good again. And then to me, that was magical. So when I was little, I started to self-studied. At first, I was just doing these different kind of secret, you know, or remedies at home. Sometimes I test them myself. I went to ER two times. My mom sometimes just, hey, don't drink whatever. We don't know what you're doing. <laughs> we don't want you to go to the ER. And then, <laughs> yeah, but it is one thing I feel like is through those practice or whatever the hobby I had, passion, I feel like I was connected with nature again. Mm. I think nowadays, especially when I was in research, medical research, I'm not against the modern research or medicine at all. Not like lots of, I think my some of my friends who are holistic medicine believer don't want to touch any Rx product. But to me is you really have to look at everything two ways. I think the modern lifestyle, think about this, like typical things like our cell phone, right? Simple thing. We rely so much on our smartphone that we don't even like, not just for navigation. You saw me, I was like looking at my <laughs> map. I, I can't, I don't even look at the road anymore, which is silly. I'm just looking at my phone or weather. I don't go out feel, is it hot or cold today? Right. Well, I just look at the temperature. The other perfect example, look at our ancestor. How do they determine time? Mm -hmm. They look at the moon, they look at the sun, they look at different signs in nature. And then maybe around the mid-evil, whatever, evil age, we start, the Western culture start to develop those big clocks on the church. Mm -hmm. And then human, in turn, is all, this is great. We don't have to look at the sun, the tides, the moons anymore. We're just going to look at that thing with that arms moving around. And then we become, then we start to have schedule, like 11 o'clock, be there. Right. <laughs> I always tell myself, right. not a minute late or I need to be there. And then what's the, what, as a result, we have dramatic increase of productivity. But on the other side, we get stressed out very right. often because we're exactly. living this little box that we create by ourselves. Same thing. Think about how we eat now these days. We don't go to the field, gather a bunch of stuff and say, hey, this is what I'm going to cook today. We think about, you know... Mm -hmm. Well, I still have something in the fridge. Maybe I'll cook this. I'm just too tired today. I don't want to cook. How about a frozen pizza? Yeah. Or just grab something from yep. from whatever <laughs> store, right? Yep. Or restaurant, takeout. Yeah. But we don't think, doing this process, of course, we feel like we gain more freedom to enjoy things we like to enjoy. But on the other side, unconsciously, we're losing our bond with Mother Nature through every way and not just my personal belief I think there are many studies to show that it cause not just lots of chronic disease not to mention the processed food how damaging exactly. they are to our overly sugared food over sugary salty overuse of processed mm -hmm. ingredients if you ask me why right sugar people always say sugar in the past 
When I was a little, candy is a special treat, truly, and it was okay.、Mm-hmm. When I was a little, I never even heard of breast cancer.、Mm-hmm. When I came to this country, even now in many Asian countries, the breast cancer rate—if you look at the prevalence rate, look at that curve—is、mm-hmm. just you—you're scared. So, what exactly happened? Is the food? Is the air? Is the water?、Mm-hmm. Everything is our lifestyle.、Mm-hmm. Using too much car, get totally stressed out. Everything together, and it's a self-feeding vicious cycle. So, basically, the reason I create this line is. My true passion, my medical research training, so I always want to do something to bring the two together. I don't, I never see this traditional wisdom in conflict with our whatever modern science or research. It's interesting enough. Many traditional trained MD don't believe the traditional remedy because where is the clinical study? Show me. Right. Well, but think about this. In one those remedy soup, when I was talking about earlier, there, not just think about you have maybe dozens of different herbal ingredient. How many natural compounds are in those soup? You can't do the current based on the current standard clinical study. That's impossible to carry out. So again, don't use what we have in our toolbox to judge whether it's true or not. Like back. Few hundred years ago, if you tell someone, "Oh, one day you're going to drive in these things," not you don't have to use your horse anymore. I said, "What are you talking about? You daydreaming? Were you flying in the sky? What? You mean?、Well, I'm saying if you look at how human history evolved, I'm also <laughs> interested in that. Sure, sure. I never see these conflicts. They build upon each other. So that's why I want to bring the two together. My bad passion, my treats, was was the medicine that I learned, the medical research knowledge I learned, and to come up with something that's truly good for consumer. Yeah, it seems like we've thrown the baby out with the bathwater as modern technologies come on, and the industrial revolution. And I remember looking at old movies back in this would be like the mid eighteen hundreds, where they did have those little boxes. And the, the pharmacy guy, he would go in there, and then they would get the mortar and pestle and,、oh, right. and make the whatever pill or the thing that needed、right. to cure, and then they would give that to the person. And now we've gone to this where pharmaceutical companies—they're doing all of this stuff, and it, it's a big. You even see the advertisements on TV. You got to take this pill and do all these things, and they have this disclaimer, which is longer than the commercial. This pill has been known to do this, 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 and this, and cause cancer, and blah 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 blah. And I, I feel many times like what you've done, and when I we talk about natural kinds of remedies, that we're missing things from the food that we're eating that are. Parents and grandparents and great grandparents received from the the earth, from the ground, because we've over overdone it with the farming,、mm-hmm. and then we eat the wrong kinds of processed food. So we're not getting the nutrients that our body needs. And then on a cellular level, the cells are like, "Give me this, give me this," and we're feeding it something else. So I, I really appreciate and, and re- respect where you're coming from with that because it's. I, I think we're moving back to that a little bit, and gradually, more people. Some people are moving faster than others.、Uh-huh. Yes, but I think there are some physicians that are recognizing the value yes, there. Yes, I do see that. And、uh, so we're going to take a, a a brief break, and when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the products that you have and how you produce from production to harvest and things like that. So we'll get into some of those things. So we'll be right back for our next segment. You're listening to St. Louis in Tune with Arnold Stricker and Mark Langston on the U.S. Radio Network. 
Lewis Intune strives to bring you informative, useful, and reflective stories and interviews about current and historic issues and events that involve people, places, and things. Our topics cover a wide range, such as the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, health, history, housing, humor, justice, and even sports. And that's just to name a few. While St. Louis in Tune originates from the Gateway City and covers local topics, we connect to what is going on nationally as well. If you enjoy what you hear, please take time and like and share and subscribe to this show and listen to other previous shows that can be found on our website, stlintune.com. That's stlintune.com. Or on your favorite podcast platform, that's stlintune.com. stlintune.com. And if you've got an idea that you'd like for us to examine a little deeper, let us know by dropping us a note at stlintune at gmail.com. That's stlintune at gmail.com. St. Louis in Tune, heard Monday through Friday on the usradionetwork.com and many great radio stations around the U.S. and, of course, right here in St. Louis. Our website, again, is stlintune.com. We want to hear from you, stlintune.com. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those in need affected by COVID-19 those who are in need of food, utility assistance, and a healthy place of shelter. The Salvation Army is committed to meeting the need wherever it exists. If you would like to help, share your hope by giving today, ensuring no one is turned away or overlooked. Share your hope and make a difference. Give today at salarmymidland.org. Welcome back to St. Louis in Tune. This is Arnold Stricker with Mark Langston. We have Angela Zhang. She is the owner of Fulfill Food and Beverage, LLC. And you may have seen some of the products that her company has developed, Car- Carviva. And we're, we're, they have Detox Immunity Ace, which is a recovery juice. It's for those individuals who like to really get out and physically exercise. Unwind, which is a quote-unquote wine alternative, and then a wellness drink. And Mark and I are going to fight over this one after uh, we have the show. Two bottles here. <laughs> oh, there we go. So you, we really each had one there. Yet. And we were talking off the air that, <laughs> folks, when you go to get something like this, something that is natural, you need to understand that it's just not like drinking a regular Dr. Pepper or mm. I'm going to really date myself a Seven Up <laughs> or something like that. Because we tend to tendency to have this sweetness kind of yeah we've we've sweetened ourselves oh, yeah. to expect everything to be a certain way sweet or salty I'm not expecting it to taste like Dr Pepper do you want a sugar up with 250 calories this is sweet without being having sweetener in it yeah so basically I don't like to use sugar I think sugar nowadays days we got just too much sugar floating around Absolutely. not just in beverages, in treats like cupcakes, donuts, but it's also in like barbecue sauce, many things, salad dressing, for example. We may not even know this, but we're just unconsciously overtaking sugar. And the problem is it's not about sugar. Sugar is actually supposed to be a natural product, but we overprocess, you know, either sugar can or bees or some, and then we purify this white sugar. So basically people nowadays, especially since a couple of years ago, people start to talk about keto. And I do have a smoothie I didn't bring today about keto. I don't propose to do keto diet. Anyone talk to me, basically I'm sure many medical doctors 
would agree, keto was first utilized as a dietary regimen for refractory epilepsy patients. It was uh, interesting. It was it's kind of accidental discovery, but then they try to understand why it helps those patients that could not recover or respond well to their traditional treatment regimens. But anyway, and then someone in and just suddenly say, well, gosh, I'm just going to totally throw out this carbohydrate and then I'm going to just do pure protein and fats. You can try that maybe for two weeks. For most people, they, if you can tolerate that kind of diet, right. you may lose a little bit, a few pounds. But on the other side, mm. just remember, our body built on using complex carb. Correct. Not just for energy. One thing, you, if someone is really on keto diet, you have to be careful whether you have enough fiber intakes mm-hmm. because that's essential. Someone can live without fiber maybe for, for a short time, but in the long run, I guarantee that person is going to have heart disease, cardiovascular disease develop, and many other problems, digestive issues. So anyway, so I don't like to use sugar to sweeten juice because Mother Nature gave us plenty of things we can use. For example, I oh, use yeah. monk fruits in most of my drinks. Monk fruits is like stevia, but it's different. So in the traditional Chinese medicine, our ancestor know it's super, super sweet. It's almost like more than 200 sweeter than sugar, can yeah. sugar. Wow. But on the other side, in the traditional remedy, it's really used for treating respiratory discomfort. Hmm. It's really good for coughing if you have a very sore, dry throat. So actually lots of, like you guys, you yeah. need to use your voice right. like, a lot. Mm-hmm. If sometimes you need something to smooth out mm-hmm. yourself, right? And there are lots of remedies that include monk fruits just to do that. So wow. it's really good for your respiratory system. But you know, you again, that comes to why I try to bridge the two, the, our ancient world with the modern world. Right. So why? You would say, why monk fruit is good for your respiratory system? But if you look at the natural compounds inside, it does contain several very unique compounds that has very strong antioxidant activities that, you know, is especially good, you know, based on the study. See, but you know that because of the <laughs> cellular research that you've like done. Like the detox things, mm. the juice, I use mung bean sprouts. People say, why do you use mung bean sprouts in a juice? Because lots of cold-pressed juice, right, is kitchen sink approach. Oh my gosh, uh, consumer love green vegetables. Therefore, I'm going to put 20 different green stuff inside. Right. Well, what? <laughs> my kids, when they're baby, they can do that. Oh, just do it. But you need to understand why. Don't overuse. Because I'm also about today's Earth Day, Happy Earth Day, right? right. We right. don't want to waste natural resources. Right. So even this is plant-based, but we have our, in my factory, we have in-house hydroponic farm, mm. vertical farm. Mm. And so based on many studies, actually a publication by Princeton University, so basically it says, right, hydroponic farm, they, they look into many uh, research studies, they summarize that. Just by just look at water u- usage itself, it reduced water u- usage oh, by ninety yeah. percent. Right. But the data range probably varies from seventy percent to ninety percent, depends on what vegetables you're growing. Yeah. But on the other hand, if we still follow our current agriculture traditional farming methods, the the data right, the those scientists predict by twenty fifty, fifty percent of the population on Earth is going to run out of food source. Because mm. on one hand, we have this continual growth in the population. On the other hand, 
how many land space we have. We don't have that many, and we want to use it for everything. Right. And then the traditional agriculture, of course, has to spread out, and no one likes the GMO. Lots of people don't like the GMO anymore. The GMO was designed to increase the yield. Okay, so if you want organic traditional farming, right, we're going to find those land space and the water, everything. And the pesticide use and yeah, getting into the yeah, exactly. water table. So, so not you cannot use hydroponic to grow everything, but you can grow a decent amount of green vegetables, especially sprouts, really easy to grow them, super clean. Mm-hmm. You don't, because it's in a confined environment, right? So basically, you don't have to use uh, pesticides or chemicals. Right. I, we don't use any chemicals. On the other side, it, it just it saves in terms of unnecessary transportation and stores. So there's lots of advantages. I, I hope more people will start to think, you know, even setting up your simple hydroponic little stand in your house may not be enough to feed the whole family every day. Right. But it's a, it's a nice thing for, for you to try or for the kids. Just let kids to experience something that t- to learn. Exactly. Yeah. It's fascinating just to see the seeds germinating. A simple device, nothing fancy, nothing complicated. You don't have to dig out. <laughs> and then there's the aquaponic thing where you have fish mm. oh, yeah. un- underneath. And yeah, it's that, amazing. That. Actually, those uh, the, we can spend another day to talk about that, how they design mm-hmm. a system like whatever the animal you know, wastes right. go into the pond to fit the fish, and the fish, their wastes fit the algae, and the algae. It's right. interesting it's, that it's whole, e- whole eco-chain system. But we give those up, again, just like the same thing, mm-hmm. simple thing. Look, 100 years ago, when we developed the clock, we become obsessed with the clock, same thing. We treat our bond with Mother Nature for productivity or efficiency, we call it. But on the other side, uh, losing that perpetual bond can cause many issues as well. Mm. Obviously, the you know Earth Day is here for a reason. I, I definitely believe like overuse of natural resource is just not a good thing. So no. we actually designed this whole mindful process in terms of how come up with formulation and production. And when you're talking about Earth Day, most people will think about the habitat. They'll think about the trash. I saw some people picking up trash coming in. It's, you know, they'll think about pollution. They'll think about the climate. And they rarely think about their own body and what they're putting into their body. Yes. And you know, I think people have, especially with organic vegetables and organic fruit and things like people are a little bit more responsive than the GMOs. They're, yeah. they're, they're thinking about that. But when I really did a little bit more uh, research on, on what you were doing, it makes total sense that if we're not taking care of what we have, where we're living in our own body, and, and in addition to the planet— <laughs> I'm not going to last forever, and I want to make sure that I'm healthy and that I feel good. And Exactly, your life quality, right? right. So if you look yeah. at the, they yeah. call it the five blue zone in the world. So, for example, Japan, like some areas in Italy. And Greece, That's correct. Um, California. Yeah, exactly. Believe it or not. It's also about your life quality. Right. right. When I was in the medical field, if you go to a nursing home, I feel super depressed. I truly feel sorry. Oh, I always right. think I would never want to end it in that place. I would right. rather die right. because right. you're basically you feel like there's no much difference between death and life in that kind of when you're basically in that kind of right. situation, right? On the other side, we do have to. I mean, inside our body, actually, there's there's another ecosystem. Mm-hmm. I call it ecosystem. Basically, is basically you, you hear this a lot. How important is probiotic to? Right. Our health, because right. there are millions 
I mean, tons of strands of little creature living inside. It was like, oh gosh, that's scary. No, we actually relied on those. Even Correct. throughout our species evolution, every species all have it, our human being, and you have different than mine. Right. That's why they try to implant healthy people. It's crazy. There are doctors in Europe doing that kind of experiments, a clinical study. I'm like, I don't know. Just eat the right food. Mm-hmm. Right. Food that's very rich in prebiotic fiber, you're going to cultivate the best probiotic mix for yourself because mm-hmm. everyone's body is different. Right. You, your body will change from day to day, too. Right. Depends on what you're doing, how you feel, the seasonality, Probably. everything. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why the traditional medicine talk about this yin and yang, the qi. Qi is basically the vital force of life. We mm-hmm. got it when we were a little baby or fetus from our mom, mm-hmm. our, from our parents. Once we were born, how do we cultivate, get the chi keep growing because we're away from our mother's body anymore. We get it from the food, from the air, from the water, from everything the environment, around us. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then those little creatures inside our body, they do many, many things, not just help us to feel better, gut health, but they actually, they chew on prebiotic fiber. That's the only food they can they can eat. Prebiotic fiber cannot be digested by our human cell. But why it's important, is like if my cell cannot digest that, why it's important? Because it's the only food source for probiotics. So those good bacteria in our body, right. They need to feed on them, and then not only it allows them to thrive. It's like if they thrive, what they do? They do many things. They release those signals. They even go to our brain. They impact how we feel. They impact what food we want to eat more. So if you have an imbalanced uh, thing there, you have more bad bacteria there. Not only you feel like my stomach's not feeling well, you may feel like I'm craving for more soda. I'm craving uh-huh. for more. Exactly. Donuts. Exactly. Because they actually, the good bacteria, and you will always have some bad there. There's impossible to get 100% good. It's a balance. And the good one will inhibit the growth of the bad one. Vice versa. That's why food is, eating clean food, the right food is so important. Mm. And everyone should basically tailor their nutrition needs to their whatever their own condition mm-hmm. but unfortunately when you go to pick up prepared food it is it's hard to do that that's why people say why you just come up with uh, one base and 10 different flavor i cannot do that because i feel like at different moment we want different things yeah because it's I'm not looking... about different flavor <laughs> right it, it, well which is what we're used to right yes. you know we're, I'm, I'm looking at the detox it's a prebiotic juice which you've been talking about cleanses and fortifies no added sugar that's mark on all of these it's no added sugar which i don't need any more sugar and the, the linkage between sugar and cancer cancer loves sugar mm-hmm. it's just give me some more of that and i don't want to don't need to give them any more help right. than they need then there's an antioxidant juice Excellent source of vitamin A. We are we eat so sporadically and we eat so poorly. Overgeneralization. Mm-hmm. No added sugar here. And so our bodies. I need this vitamin. I need this. I need these other things that my body's naturally telling me. I want. I wanted chocolate the other night. I had this <laughs> craving for chocolate the other yes. night. Yes, craving. Chocolate. Food craving is usually a sign of what your body needs, and it could be mentally. Obviously, there are many factors going to food craving. Sometimes people would crave for spicy food or sour 
or even bitter food. So yeah, it's a sign. You just have to listen to your own body's cue.、Mm-hmm. But sugar, it is like I said, overused. Don't go extreme to deprive yourself from the good carbs. I mean, like. Food very rich in complex kind of carbs are very rich in fibers, many natural minerals and vitamins, especially like you mentioned about antioxidants,、mm-hmm. so important.、Mm. It because you know what people say why someone develop cancer, right? Because could be there's a mutant in the genome, the、right. DNA structure, right. which is it happens every day, every right. moment. Right, it just happens.、Mm-hmm. But why usually we don't get cancer because our cells has ability to repair it. And natural antioxidants is essential. So w- when someone is only eating animal-rich food, because the problem is many antioxidants only exist in the plant-based. That's、food. correct. That's Say that again, because that's really important. The <laughs> antioxidants and the fibers, right, right,、uh, rich in plant-based food, natural food, not processed plant-based food.、Mm-hmm. There's a big difference because sugar. Can sugar is also plant-based, right? Oh, that's true. So you have to be smart. Just don't only look at the label, right? But meat is. I'm not a person myself. Is not a vegan. I never say you have to be vegan in order、right. to be healthy. Tailor to your body's needs. If if you I mean, don't deprive yourself. If the key thing is you want to have a diet, maybe at least seventy percent are plant-based. Right, the rest can be a little bit animal based that you still、okay. enjoy, but then you really have to look into are you are you tolerating、uh, milk dairy product、right. all those kind of stuff. If you don't, then throw them out. And then red meat usually fish is better than red meat, but I don't think there's a rule of thumb that everyone should follow. Right. But again, just remember fiber and toxins are so important for、mm-hmm. your health. And drinking and a lot can, of water. Yes. Yes. Hydrating. Right. Seventy percent, eighty percent of our body mass have water. I know when I'm hungry, I'm actually <laughs> I'm not hungry. My body's wanting water. Yeah, it's like like flush things out a little bit, fill up the gut a little bit with water. We could talk、yes. all day. We could talk all day about this. Well, it's it's important stuff because it I, is I'm, important. I'm looking at the、uh, not the, just fascinating the plant smoothies, the low glycemic index, which is really big now. You hear a lot about that. You know, you're either hyper or hypoglycemic, and sugar spikes up and down, and what that does to you. I know、oh、if I、gosh. eat something really sugary, about 30 minutes later, I'm ready to take a nap. And so you, the increase of type two diabetes、right. and all that kind of stuff, you really have to be careful. We've not been careful in our diets. We're going to come back after our our next segment. We're going to talk about the honors and. Awards that you and your company have received from this—it's really very interesting, and it's great having you on the show because I, I love to promote things that are St. Louis-based, and you're doing some some wonderful work. So,、yeah. thank you. We'll be back at, for our next segment. This is Arnold Stricker with Mark Langston. You're listening to St. Louis in Tune on the U.S. Radio Network. You know, each time that we plan a show for St. Louis in Tune, we strive to bring you informative, useful, and reflective stories. As well as interviews about current and historic issues and events that involve people, places, and things. And while St. Louis in Tune originates from the Gateway City and covers local topics, we also connect what's going on nationally as well. Our topics cover a wide range of arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, health, history, housing, humor, justice, sports, and that's just to name a few. We know there's many radio stations, programs, even podcasts that you could be listening to, and we're glad that you've chosen to listen to St. Louis in Tune. 
If you've missed any of our previously aired programs of St. Louis Intune, simply visit stlintune.com. That's stlintune.com. There, you'll find every show from our first to our most current. Use the search engine to look for a show that might interest you from one of the many topics that we've covered. And drop us a line and tell us how we're doing. You can do that at stlintune at gmail.com. That's stlintune at gmail.com. St. Louis Intune, heard Monday through Friday on the usradionetwork.com and many great radio stations around the U.S. and, of course, right here in St. Louis. And don't forget, check out our website, stlintune.com. That's stlintune.com. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those in need affected by COVID-19, those who are in need of food, utility assistance, and a healthy place of shelter. The Salvation Army is committed to meeting the need wherever it exists. If you would like to help, share your hope by giving today, ensuring no one is turned away or overlooked. Share your hope and make a difference. Give today at salarmymidland.org. Welcome back to St. Louis in Tune. This is Arnold Stricker with Mark Langston. We're having a conversation with Angela Zhang, who is the owner of Fulfill Food and Beverage, and you may know it as Carviva Beverages. And, Angela, when we were in the break, you mentioned a story about a woman who was drinking some of the detox, and I'll let you take it from there. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got a customer. So I, I do receive uh, feedback, emails, mainly they just email to, we used to be mycaruna.com. And she, I got this email that was a couple of years ago, I think right before the pandemic. She said, am I feeling right? Because I drank your detox for a few days, and now I actually start, my sugar cravings totally gone. And it's like, I can't taste the, the good things I used to enjoy anymore. I'm like, that's good for you. Come yeah. on, girl. Yeah, it is really you good. Know? Because the thing is, if you look at most of the prepared food, right, especially a perfect example, donuts, mm. uh, it's so sweet. I can tell you, when I first came to this country, I was a PhD student. So usually every week they had this, what they call it, the seminar that we all had to go. And usually doing lunch hour or whatever, like a break. And some of them can be super interesting. Some of them can be boring. I remember the old days of sitting in the classroom. Yeah. I just, you know, I have yeah, to right. pretend I'm awake. But, and, but they always give us the, the baits, like the treats. Uh, so back in the old days, either pizzas or donuts. So I never had donuts before I came to the country. I was like, yeah, this looks interesting. Okay, I'm going to try. I First bite, I almost throw up. I was like... Oh my gosh, this is like so sweet. I couldn't even swallow that. But you know, after a few seminars, I was like, hey, I love those donuts. <laughs> I have this because that, I'm going to grab that donuts before everyone else. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's just our taste buds get overstimulation mm-hmm. again and again. And then we want more. It's almost like drug addiction that's correct to a certain extent that's correct why people get I mean that's that was in the it's still in the news right all those big lawsuits now these days people first just want to get their pain go away nothing wrong right oxycodone standard if you get a two set taking all they wanted more and it's hard to curve that yeah anymore is that's how our body has this natural feedback. We, oh, yeah. And we've trained our body to do the wrong thing many times. Yes, yes. Sugar does give us this good sense of pressure. Pressure because why? Because sugar is the natural source for our heart cell, glucose, 
for brain cells. Okay. Those cells can only survive. Just huh. remember that. That's why I say don't ever deprive yourself totally from carbs because your body has to work extremely hard to convert protein and fats into those molecules so right. the cells can use them to generate ATP. But the problem is when you're doing that, the whole process is very different. And so that's why if you drink a very sugary drink, you're like, oh, so hyper, like kids. But then the problem, you also have this glycemic index issue. Mm -hmm. Then you suddenly crash like little kids. Like tired, right. sleepy, right. whining, crying, right. all those things. Like so, yeah. but so that's why you <laughs> want to have complex carb. So your body basically nothing magical. It's just all those sugar compounds there, like linked together, form right. very long chains with other things, and takes your body a good amount of time to break them down. So it won't be like instant stimulation. Right. And of course, it also have many other natural nutrients we our body needs. But you it's know, about it's, balance. It's, it's about balance. Mm. Truly, yeah. speaking back yin and yang, yeah. it's a balance. People will say, I only want yang because I want to be strong. Like, too much yang is not good. And it's a natural. It's almost like just think about yang as sun and yin as moon. If you only have sun in the sky day and night, oh my gosh. Yeah, too much. <laughs> That's why I don't live in Alaska during the summertime. Oh my. <laughs> or Alaska in the wintertime. Five minutes a, a it's night. It's a balance, and it's hard for us to find that perfect balance point. And we use, that's almost like a philosophy of life applied to many things. It, but, you know, if you lose that balance, people notice, of course, hormone imbalance, all mm -hmm. those issues. Yeah, you kind of just metabolize. You open up a Pandora's box of things that can happen when you try to. Wow. You're out of balance. Talk about the awards that, uh, the honors and awards that your company has received and you've received. Uh, yes. <laughs> toot, your, no, toot your horn no, there. Uh, the bragging moments, right? I, I do like to compete in different um, industry events. For me, it's not about, but I've never applied Shark Tank. You know, I it's, it's kind of funny because my, my I got this question, have you ever applied? I'm not so into that, but I'm very into industry kind of like, uh, world beverage innovation words plant-based food mindful there's so many different ones because for me it's a chance for me to get some i hope unbiased feedback mm -hmm. from industry experts sure i'm never afraid of people telling me that things i need to improve actually i would love to hear that i always mm -hmm. tell if everyone just tell me oh how great it is I don't know what else I need to do. So right. I, I do run, you know, kind of market research from time to time with just random people because I like to know what's their need. My products are serving, serving them, not serving anyone, whatever, in the investment firms or whatever, to right. put it that way, right? So it's the consumer in the market that whatever they need, they feel frustrated that I try to develop something, a problem, they have a problem, I try to solve that problem for right. them, right? That's just as simple as that. So many awards, we got the Beverage, the World Beverage Innovation, we got the Expo, so the New Hope organization has a next year, we were the final. And the most recent one, which we're very proud of, is the Mid-American Emmy. Of course, that's not my work. As my PR friend, Nancy, she did the short, short, super short film for the local HEC TV channel. Mm -hmm. So, and we were fortunate enough to, to be recognized. You got an Emmy. Yeah. Right. So that was. I watched that last night. <laughs> that was very, yeah, exciting for me because I could never imagine. Well, you got the Diverse <laughs> Business Leader 2020 by the St. Louis Business Journal Award. 
Yeah, fortunately enough. <laughs> right, and, and the 2021 Synergy Award by the USPAACC. Yeah, mm-hmm. quite some. Well, you know, Long list. <laughs> that, when people see something in the store that they're not familiar with, they're like, well, that's somebody who's, this group has brought this in, and you've formed this, and you actually went to local markets around here in St. Louis, and yeah. th- the story goes, and I think we're just going to briefly, I'm going to just briefly mention this, you went to Whole Foods, and the manager there said, yeah, I think I'll try it, and I'll take it in. And, it was amazing. And yeah. it sold out, yeah. right? Yes. And that's how it just started, like a flood then. Yeah, I was very nervous. I still remember the first day. I was like, I was thinking people may view this kind of stuff as a weird. Yeah. <laughs> I had to build a factory because the first drink I wanted to do was detox. And then all the co-packers were telling me, bean sprouts. Are you crazy? You're using bean sprouts like touching the bomb. I'm like, what's <laughs> I was like, okay, you guys cannot do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to grow it myself too. Why not? Which yeah. is smart. Right. Which is really smart. It is smart. Yeah. No, I'm glad you've been able to take some time with us and talk about this because it's something that we do every day. We eat, but we don't many times consciously think about what we're sticking in our mouth and then what's that made of and where it was grown Mm -hmm. and what are, you know, all the things that went into that. What are we doing to promote healthiness within our body? Right. Spend a little bit of time. It actually is very relaxing. Think about the food source, the culture from there is fascinating. Hmm. Like quinoa, like the goji berry, all those things, you know, like the monk foods I was talking about, flaxy seeds, all those things, there's a story behind them. Aroina berry, amazing. Native Indians use it for food, for hmm. medicinal, wow. as a medicinal medicine, treat many, really shrink tumors uh, in the animal model. Even though I'm not a right. proposing animal experience, right. but it, they did show that. Very interesting. Angela, thanks for coming on St. Louis in Tune. We greatly appreciate it. We want you to come back soon. Yeah. We appreciate you listening to this episode of St. Louis in Tune. If you enjoy this episode, please consider letting us know. The best way to do this is by rating us on Apple Podcast. You could even write a review. St. Louis in Tune is produced in cooperation with KWRH 92.9 FM and Motif Media Group. For St. Louis in Tune, I'm Arnold Stricker. (laughs) 